we are here. It is Movement HQ. We are back. We it's are, been a while. It's been a while since we've done a little <laughs> podcast, and so we're excited to be able to share a little bit about what God's been doing uh, here at Movement Church and to share a little bit more of the direction. And so the idea today is that we would be able to sit down and have a bit of a conversation with each other mm-hmm. and a conversation with uh, those who would call Movement Church home about uh, where we're going and why we decided to go there. Yeah. And I think that it's super important because uh, we're in a really interesting season right now. 2020, man. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been something, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think in many ways, uh, what we've talked about is that uh, the crisis can define and refine uh, who you are. Yeah. And uh, we want to use this as an opportunity for it to define and refine who we are here at Movement Church. Not that it um, refines or defines the the mission. The mm-hmm. mission is always going to be the same. That's yeah. what I love. Is our mission is always going to be to lead people to experience the life-transforming power of Jesus, Mm -hmm. that we're on the mission of Jesus when he came uh, to seek and save that which was lost. And so we're always going to be about that no matter what. But the way that we go about that can be creative in new ways, which I'm super excited about. Me too. Um, So I'm just going to talk about some things and then I'm going to throw it over to you if that's all right. Yeah, and kind of what led us to this decision and multiple conversations. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a a little while now. We've been in in the COVID (laughs) season for a a solid... uh, 18, 20 weeks around there. Oh, I thought you were going to say months. I was like, I I missed some months there somewhere (laughs) along the journey. We already got a daughter running around somewhere. Well, last time we talked, we we weren't having a baby. Yeah, oh my gosh. Now I'm 20 weeks. Yeah, so so it's it's serious. So it's been far enough along. And uh, so during this season, really, um, what we've seen from our church and from churches around us as we have conversations and as we've observed what's happened in the world around us, that really we've we've seen that churches fall in one of three categories. Mm. Uh, that churches are either in the reopening phase, that they want to get back to um, kind of these large gatherings as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So they can be in reopening, they can be in relaunch, which is saying, you know, maybe some things need to change or adapt. And so when we come back to weekly services, we're going to relaunch in a bit of a different way. Mm-hmm. And then there's a third group of churches that are saying, what if we use this season as a season to reimagine what we're doing yeah. and where we're going. That crisis is gonna define and refine our what our model looks like, the way that we're kind of going about our mission during this season. Mm-hmm. And we here at Movement would say that we're in that category, we're in that camp of saying we would like to reimagine because we believe God has given us this season and uh, is allowing us to kind of think through some of those things that we've been doing in a new way. Yeah. And so what what are the dates that we're gonna kind of be doing in this reimagined season? What is What are the dates of, of what that's looking like right now? So from now until December, we're gonna be in that reimagining phase. Yeah, okay. So from now until December, and yeah. uh, what that reimagined phase has really come to is this idea of... Movement cores. Movement cores, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the idea behind movement cores, I, I think, is something that I'm very excited about. Yeah, that I, I really uh, understand the heartbeat behind, and uh, and so I, I'm gonna talk about a few things. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. Uh, so the philosophy behind this, the idea of movement cores, is that everything is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe that we are whole beings. You know, when God created us, He created us as whole people. And that means that we don't tease out and say that there's, you know, your your marriage can improve or your uh, finances can improve or your emotions can improve without uh, having improvement in your spiritual life. But mm-hmm. we believe that when you do begin to submit those things to God in your spiritual life, that everything starts to change. Yeah, I love that as like the way I picture it because I'm a visual person is a lens. So 
the everything is spiritual lens means that everything is the same in in the sense that finances aren't separated from God or our work is not outside and faith is just over here in this little bubble but it's actually the lens that we see everything through yeah so it's it's the interconnected web that all comes back to spirituality and with that uh and the season that we're in right now what we believe that god is calling us to do is to begin to dive into our spiritual journey in a new way mm. uh and to to begin to look at the root of our faith and say how can we grow how can we allow god to continue to mold us and shape us to look more like jesus we're always mm -hmm. going to say that we want to be imitators and influencers here at movement that imitators look like jesus influencers uh talk and, and they influence the people around them yeah. like jesus and so really i think that movement course are gonna look look uh, and, and kind of meet people in three different places. Yes. Uh, and I'm gonna talk about the first one and then I'm gonna hand off to you for the yeah. second one. Uh, but the first group of people that I think Movement Core is, is really gonna be, uh, speak to in hopefully a new way mm -hmm. are people who are new to faith mm -hmm. uh, or who are maybe even interested, like they're, they're curious about the idea of faith. And the reason why that's so close to my heart is because I was one of those people. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up and I actually grew up in a, in a home that had faith uh, that was a part of that. But I always had so many questions about uh, Christianity. I had so many questions about was Jesus who he said he was? How do I know uh, how to read the Bible? What yeah. is prayer all about? And I remember having some of these hard questions and it felt like many times there wasn't a safe place to have some of those discussions. Mm -hmm. And uh, it felt like sometimes I would go to, to friends and, and other people and they would say, well, listen, just have more faith. And I'd be like, man, if I could just have more faith, I would already do it. Uh, what I have is not more faith. I got more questions. Yeah. And so maybe you're here today and maybe there's somebody that you know, or maybe you're somebody that you have questions about faith and you're wondering, what is this whole thing about? What is this Jesus thing about? And we want Movement Chorus to be a place where you can come and mm -hmm. not simply be talked at. Yeah, I think that that's important that's because really most of the time when you attend a large weekend gathering, you get talked at. And we want to have a dialogue with. That's good. Uh, we want to be able to have times of discussion, to be able to ask questions and grow in our faith. And, uh, you know, there might be a couple of questions that maybe somebody would ask that I say, you know what, I don't know the answer right now, but I'm going to come back to it. Got all these books um, here to yeah, do I got, some Yeah, I got some books and I'll, I'll do some research. <laughs> I'll come back to it. So the first group of people that we would say is great for movement cores is, is kind of the people who would say they're seeking. Um, mm -hmm. They're looking for something. They're looking for some answers and they're kind of starting that spiritual journey. And, and so that's a great place for those people to be. And I think the second group of people that would be interested and benefit from the experience of a movement core is the people that are on the journey with Jesus already, but have more questions. And I think along all of our journeys, we get to this point um, after accepting Jesus where we ask, is there more? Where we ask, what's next? You know, I, I said yes to Jesus and I'm kind of like, I, I kind of have an idea that I should read my Bible and pray, but is that it? Is there more to this journey? And that's really a, been a huge part of my story. And I was in a season of depression and anxiety, severe anxiety where, um, I don't know if you've been in that place where it almost feels like you can't even make sense of the world that you live in. Your head is just jumbled with lies and fear. And I remember sitting in the car with you, um, driving right down here by uh, the dog park. And uh, you looked at me and said, there is more. Hmm. That I was caught in this season of life where I, 
where I was struggling with so much internal stuff that I hadn't really given myself over to this idea that in my relationship with God, there is more. Wow. So I think whether you've been on the journey for one week and you are looking at us and saying, okay, now what's next? Or you've been going to church for 30, 40, even 50 years. And maybe along the journey, you ask yourself, is there more? And then kind of answered it by saying, I guess this is it. Hmm. Uh, We want to let you know that there is more. Man, that's so good. Yeah. And uh, and so there's the people who are seeking there, the people who are saying, is there more to faith? Is there more mm. that God has for us? And I think the last group of people um, that maybe honestly, they're, they're kind of interspersed. Sure. Around, but uh, there's a third group of people that would be wanting to step into a relationship with somebody else where you can help them in their faith journey. Mm. And uh, for me, as I think about my call to ministry, maybe some of y'all don't know why I, I feel <laughs> called to ministry and, and where that came from. But I was in college at the time and I'd just gone through a really difficult season in my life. I was thinking about walking away from the faith. I was mm. thinking about whether or not life was worth living. Uh, yeah. and, and so I remember getting to that point of just saying, God, I need to know if you're real. And after uh, God really revealed himself to me in an incredible way, someday I'll, I'll share more about that story. <laughs> but uh, he revealed himself to me and uh, I, I realized that I didn't want to be the only one who experienced that. Wow. And so there were some other guys on campus that um, I didn't know what to do. And sure. so there was this coffee shop called Tim Hortons Coffee Shop. It was <laughs> like the Starbucks Canadians. of Canada, <laughs> you know? And so we kind of got down to Tim Hortons and I was like, let's go out to coffee. And I remember sitting across the table from him and it just felt like there was dead silence. Like I, I didn't know what to talk about, didn't know what I was doing, but I knew that I wanted to see God do something. Wow. And, and um, over that experience, uh, it was amazing to see God begin to mold and shape that relationship. But I know there are some people out there who are saying, listen, I, I have maybe kids in my home and, yeah. and, and you want to be able to disciple your kids mm. so that they grow up in a relationship with Jesus. Wow. Maybe there's a friend that God brought along your journey or a family member that you're saying, I want to sit across the table and have a conversation mm. about faith yeah. and be able to talk about things like the Bible, talk about things like um, what is the gospel? What is this whole thing really all about? I want to be able to talk about that, but I'm not sure how to do it. I don't yeah. have those tools. And so maybe um, maybe that's you. And so we kind of talked about the why we're doing movement cores. We talked yeah. about the who movement cores are for. And I want to talk a bit about what yeah. uh, really we're going to do in movement cores. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to share a little bit about um, maybe even how we got to the idea behind that? Do I get to share about like this cool new thing yeah, that yeah, is yeah, happening yeah, sure, in our life? Yeah, I've been talking enough. I think they want to hear from you. I just sure. wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, so we have been really praying for a space. And as Movement Church, you know, we, we're mobile and um, we've been praying for a space, a building. And little did we know God was going to answer that in a way that we didn't expect. <laughs> so, so, like he always does. Can yeah. I just say that? Like you think that you know. Right. But your God's like, hey, I got you. I got something else in store. Yeah. So what he decided to do in this story is actually give us a house to live in. And if you've been over to our apartment slash condo townhome, you know that it's been a great place for us to live for a little bit, but it's not great for entertaining. And it's not great for having more than about five to six people over because it's just not big enough. And we didn't know, uh, you know, that God would answer this prayer in this way. But as starting 
tomorrow we're getting the keys <laughs> to a house mm -hmm. with a big yard, a big entertainment space that God has absolutely blessed us with. It is like a crazy story. We'll have to tell you more details about it. But um, this is going to be an opportunity where people can actually come to our home. You know, I love that we've been scattered all over the Chippewa Valley doing ministry in home churches. And we've heard amazing stories about that. But man, I miss y'all. We do. And I want you in my home so yes. we can just see your faces every week and do life together. So that's a little bit part of that. We're going to be mm -hmm. sharing a meal. We're going to be sharing a meal on Saturday night and we're going to be sharing a meal on Sunday morning and diving into this discussion of faith. Yeah. And so it's going to be groups of about 15 people who come together. And uh, really in our processing of like, man, what would be beneficial for each of those groups of people during this season of people mm -hmm. who are seeking, people who are asking, is there more? People who are looking to be able to disciple somebody else. Uh, we thought, what if, what if just like uh, you need a toolkit to be able to build a house? Yeah. Uh, what if in building your faith, you need a, a faith toolkit? And yeah. we, we were trying to think of different ways to be <laughs> able to say it, but I feel like it's the clearest way to be able to say it is what if there were tools that you could use about understanding how the Bible works, yeah. about understanding how to pray, about how to um, share the gospel with somebody or how to share your story with somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, what if there was a toolkit? For wherever you are on the journey. Yeah, that wherever you are, you can, you can apply these tools to your life. Mm -hmm. And we thought, what if every single one of those sessions of our time meeting together was a way that you could walk away and say on a napkin, you could draw a diagram, you could write down a sentence, and you could understand more fully what it means to overcome a spiritual yeah. stronghold, what it means to be somebody who's generous, how to be able to disciple in your home. Mm. Like what if we could wow. provide an environment where there was discussion, dialogue, and what I love, here's one of the things that I love, is our structure. Um, so we're going to have a meal. We're gonna have a time uh, where we come together for live worship that we're yeah. super excited. Uh, Abby, we don't Meyer. share walls anymore, yeah. so we don't oh, have to be. It's gonna be rocking. Quiet it's gonna for be our so neighbors. good. <laughs> and so we're gonna have a time of acoustic worship. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. There's gonna be a time for us to learn something new, yeah. and then we're gonna break into smaller groups, yep. have a bit of discussion around it, see if you have any questions. And then actually we get to talk to each other hmm. and and uh, explain what that model would be and yeah. explain what that tool would be like. And so you can begin to talk about when you share your story, hmm. it's not just gonna be simply something where you say, okay, I, well, I kind of know how to share my story, but you'll have shared your story wow. with somebody from that group and you get to actually put it into practice. Yeah. And I think that's huge because one of the things that I've noticed in my own spiritual journey, and maybe you can relate with this, is that most of the time I don't have a knowledge problem. Yeah. I have an application and obedience problem. And so we said, what if we put knowledge wow. and application and obedience right next to each other? Yeah. And so in this journey, we get to encourage one another in our faith. We get to learn something new and apply it right away. And I really do believe that when we say the best is yet to come, that we really mean that. We believe that this season is a gift that God knew that we were going to plant in January 2020. <laughs> yeah. And God knew this whole year would happen the way it did. And we know that he is authoring and allowing this to happen this way. And we're just excited to step into what this could really look like for Movement Church as we lay the foundation for what is to come. Mm -hmm. 
And so uh, just to kind of give some final details to it, and maybe you have some questions, we would love to be able to hear some of those mm -hmm. questions and we'd love to address those. But one of the things that is close to our heart is, um, what are we gonna do with kids during yeah. this season? I know that that's probably what you, your parents are wondering, yes. if it's great for me, but what's happened with the kids? And so we actually have um, made it so that there's gonna be an environment uh, available for one of those movement cores. We have yep. three different movement cores available for your children who are under three years old. Four and under. Oh, four yeah, under four, four and years under. old. So under four <laughs> years old, we're gonna provide an environment where they're able to be taken care of in a yeah. safe manner in a way that is great for them and an environment that's great for them. And then every kid over, every child over four years old, here's what we wanna do. Uh, we want them to join us. Yeah. And we know that your your five-year-old is probably not going to walk away with being able to explain this to uh, another friend. They yeah. might be able to, but here's what we want to do is we want to actually be able to have them in the environment so that we can begin to create conversations about God in your home. Wow. So maybe during one of the meals during the week, um, we're going to send you home with, uh, this is a great idea, we're going to send you home with like a placemat that you can put at your table yeah. uh, so that you're reminded of what we talked about. And maybe one time during that week, you're gonna come together yeah. and, and during the meal time, you're gonna have a discussion. Maybe if they're yeah. five years old, it's gonna be a shorter discussion. If they're 15 years old, it can be a longer discussion yeah. around what you learned so that we can put discipleship back in the home, mm, back so where good. it needs to be and, so and back where God calls us to first and foremost. And yeah. so that's one of the things that we're doing uh, with kids during this season that we think uh, what if we begin to incorporate them into the discipleship process as well? I love that. Yeah. Um, so we are really excited about these yeah. movement cores. We would love for you to invite other people, invite people who are curious about yeah. faith, maybe family members or friends who would feel intimidating going to a church, but they'd say, man, I'd come to a meal and listen to a guy and then have some discussion around some of these <laughs> ideas about faith. Invite them to come be a part of this. Uh, you, We would love for you to be a part of this. We're going to ask for you to commit to 10 weeks. Um, that we know that there's a lot that comes up in life, but what we're gonna ask is that for everything that you can possibly do in your schedule to come to every one of those 10 weeks because yeah. we believe that God has something for you and we want you to be equipped with every single one of those tools of the faith toolkit yeah. that we wanna be able to provide for you. And for those of you that are saying, you know, I'm still immunocompromised, this isn't something that I'm comfortable stepping into yet, we are gonna be able to put these online for you and then you can sign up and talk about um, it in the weekly discussion emails that you're going to be getting and still be able to incorporate this in your home and get the material online. Oh, it's so good. And that's kind of the final piece that some of y'all experienced the 24-7 challenge, which was a challenge where we, we challenged you to spend seven days a week, 24 minutes a day with God. It was and I amazing. Know that was incredible for yeah. so many people. And so we're kind of revisiting that where uh, you can actually sign up and throughout each of these um, sessions throughout the week, we're going to email you uh, kind of a template of how to spend time with God, how yeah. to grow in that area of your faith. Yeah. Because I know that sometimes we need that little reminder. We need to know like, man, what does it look like to pray? How do I yeah. do that? And so we're going to send you some materials throughout the week that is very much like what the 24-7 challenge was mm -hmm. because we want faith to not just be something that happens for one hour on the weekend, but we want it to be something that happens happens every day of the week yeah. because we know that if everything is spiritual and if we've been created for that relationship mm. with God, then every day we want to be connecting to him. And so we're super excited for this season of Movement Church. We're really excited for where he's bringing us and for the way that we believe that this is a spirit-led conversation. Yeah, this is not like, hey, let's just, you know, come Try on, something. Let's, let's see what everybody else is doing <laughs> or whatever else. We said, what if we reimagine? What if we ask God, what would it look like yeah. for us to engage in this process 
we were praying, we, we mm -hmm. were led by the Spirit, and uh, we are reimagining what this looks like for yeah. September to December. We'll come back and we'll have more conversations uh, in the months to come yeah. to just kind of talk about where we believe God is calling us to next. But we want to reach more people for Jesus. Yeah. We want to be about Jesus' mission of seeking and saving the lost. And that means that there are, there are about 100,000 people in Eau Claire who wow. need to know Jesus. And that's why we want to continue to raise up people who can disciple others, who can be a part of the discipleship journey and have the right tools to grow in their faith. So we're really grateful that you've been on this journey with us. And we believe that there's so much that God has in store for you. Uh, we're, we're believing yeah. that God has incredible things for us in this journey. And we can't wait to see all that he has in store. Uh, so thanks so much for joining us. We're super grateful. September 13. September 13 is when those are going to be launching. And uh, we're believing that the best is yet to come. Thanks so much, Movement. And we can't wait to see all that God has in store.